welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. 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 This episode is brought to you by Hostfully, a company that helps you make beautiful guidebooks for your listing. Especially for Get Paid for Your Pet listeners, get two free months of their premium version. For more details, visit hostfully.com slash pad. Welcome to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today we're going to talk about how to become an entrepreneur in the Airbnb space. I have a very special guest, Sid Kosetsky from Nova Scott. No, how do you pronounce that? Nova, <laughs> Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. I even practice it before starting uh, the recording <laughs> of the podcast. I still don't get it right. Um, Sid has been an Airbnb host for a while. He has been listening to the podcast a lot and he reached out to me and he uh, told me his story and I thought it would be very inspirational for other people out there. So uh, I'm very excited to have you on the show, Sid. I'm uh, excited to hear about your story. In a nutshell, uh, Sid, he was an Airbnb host and he wanted to do something more in the Airbnb space. So he became an entrepreneur and he started a small Airbnb management company in the region of Halifax. And then he also started a cleaning company. And that kind of spiked his interest in being an entrepreneur in general. And so that's why I think it's very inspiring how you can start with something, you know, something small, just having an Airbnb listing and then moving towards an Airbnb management company where you manage some some other people's listings. And then, you know, you have to find cleaners. So you start a little cleaning company and that can then lead to much larger things in the in the future. And I think that's how a lot of entrepreneurs start. You start from, with something small that you're very good at, and then uh, the entrepreneurial journey can lead lead to much bigger things in the future. So Sid, thank you so much for taking the time. I'm, I'm really excited to hear your story. So um, yeah, let us know what's, uh, what's been your journey like. Thanks for having me, Jasper. Yeah, you summarized it perfectly. I guess I could tell the long version. As you said, I, I started with my own Airbnb property. My fiance, Emma, and I actually bought our first house in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, just at the beginning of last summer, actually halfway through. And we lived there for a few months before relocating and thought that Airbnb would be a really good way to rent out the house because rental prices in our market were pretty low. We'd barely get by to cover it. And Airbnb would also give us the option that I could stay in the house sometimes and I wouldn't have to commute as much. So when doing that, I just wanted to do it really well. So I actually spent a lot of time researching Airbnb, reading all the forums and listening to your podcast religiously. So it's really exciting to be here. This has been definitely a goal of mine for a long time now, or it feels like a long time. <laughs> so when did you start hosting? I started hosting, we actually only hosted two or three times. We tried it out when we lived in the house last summer and hosted just while we're away for the weekend, just to try it out and moved into hosting full-time in that property May 1st of this year. Right. So you're a fast learner. 
Yeah, uh, I've had really great guests. Worked with some amazing people. It's uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, so managing a property, I actually moved an hour away to Truro, Nova Scotia, and it was a lot of stress. The idea of having the property out of my control. I didn't know how I was going to hire cleaners. Even if I hired a cleaning company or one cleaner, what if they're not available certain days? I was kind of doing everything myself at the start, which is how most entrepreneurs start probably in just about any business. So I started going through the process of interviewing cleaners. And it was right around the same time that it was suggested to me that I've learned so much about Airbnb. There are a lot of people out there looking to list their place and could use somebody like me to help them with that. So I started entertaining the thought of Airbnb property management. I'd also been listening to a lot of entrepreneur podcasts and kind of wanting to be an entrepreneur for a long time. So I thought that this would be a good way to practice a lot of the entrepreneurial skills I'd been learning. And I just went full in and took it seriously, started hiring cleaners. I realized that these cleaners couldn't just clean my own place. So to give them enough work to stick around, I put out ads as an Airbnb cleaning company, which at that time, five months ago, wasn't a thing in my region. So I took on a few Airbnb cleaning clients. And that alone was busy enough to really make me slow down. And I stopped doing the Airbnb property management and just kind of worked on my own property and hiring out cleaners. Uh, after a few months of doing that, I finally got some software. Scheduling got easy. My cleaners were amazing. I realized I had these systems in place that were at this point almost automated. So just in the last couple of months, I've started advertising again and taken on full-time Airbnb clients. Here in Halifax, it's quite seasonal, the Airbnb market. So there won't be a lot going on through the winter, but I have now a whole team of cleaners who are really amazing. I'd like to find full-time work. And so that's what inspired me to start Soapy Cleaning Company, which is just essentially a way to provide work for my cleaners so that they'll stick around and I can use them for Airbnb properties. So let's go back a little bit. So because I was thinking that you would start your Airbnb management company first, and that will give you the need to, you know, to find some cleaners, but it actually went the other way around. Yeah. Well, it's it's hard to really pinpoint. It kind of all started at the same time. I did register the name for the Airbnb property management, host often is what I called it, and worked on building that up. I started small before doing full-time management. I'd helped people create listings for their properties, um, put up a few ads, and actually found some international clients where I created the listings for a couple hotels and some smaller Airbnb properties. And yeah, I, I originally hired the cleaners for host often property management. And really, as that grew, I separated the companies so that I have a cleaning company and a property management company working symbiotically. Got it. So where were you advertising uh, at first? Were, were you advertising locally or like on Facebook? Yeah, I just advertised on Kijiji, which is essentially the Craigslist for Canada. I think it's only here in Canada. And yeah, that was enough. Um, there wasn't very much competition in my space. So anyone could Google Airbnb property management, Airbnb cleaning service, and my Kijiji ads would come up. 
either on the first or second page of search results. So for me, the rate I wanted to start out and maintaining high quality, more than enough for me to take on you know, one client a month, work slowly, make sure that I am able to provide the services I promised. So for the listeners out there who are interested in becoming an entrepreneur in the Airbnb space, uh, what would your advice be? My advice uh, would be just do it. It's really such a quick and easy entry. For me, I didn't have any money at the time besides the house I owned. Everything was invested in that. So I was able to rent out the place that I personally owned. If you have a nicely furnished house, you can go stay with friends or family or even go and rent somewhere cheaper and Airbnb your own place because the amount of money I received, not even renting my Airbnb full-time because I was using it about a week out of every month, it was way more than I could spend at the time. So I was able to reinvest all of that into creating systems, hiring employees, and building up a business. So it, it really kind of spiraled all out of the very basic Airbnb experience. And for anyone who hasn't tried it and is new to the idea of entrepreneurship, Airbnb is, in my opinion, the perfect way to get in. It'll teach you about hospitality, real estate, hiring, having employees, contractors, scheduling, all sorts of stuff, just from customer relations and guest management down to how to handle finances and pay your taxes properly as a business. And could you tell us a little bit more about the systems that you talk about and the software that you use to manage everything? Yeah. So that was the that was the biggest eye-opener for me when I first started was that, well, I cannot do it on my own. Um, so I was starting with Google Sheets. I would have a spreadsheet that would track cleaner hours and a spreadsheet that would track client hours. And I was kind of trying to track scheduling through those two spreadsheets and finding that cleaners weren't showing up and I was losing track of appointments. So it didn't take long, a few months of that and having a big headache before I started looking into softwares like QuickBooks, which took over payroll for me so that I, in just a couple clicks, I can now pay my employees accurately without having to do calculations. QuickBooks suggested that I use an app called Timesheets that provided the scheduling for my employees. And as soon as I integrated that app into my business systems, everything exploded. I immediately started having an extra you know, 10, 15 hours a week. What this app did was it let me input my schedules clearly. All of my employees also have their schedules on the app. And it would even send out notification reminders so the cleaners would never miss appointments. I would get notifications if they're late. And everything from there kind of flowed smoothly. And since then, I've started kind of going crazy with hiring virtual assistant and looking into different softwares and even getting a manager to do the day-to-day -day tasks that I'd be doing so I can step back and look at the bigger picture of Airbnb. And what are the tasks that you currently do yourself? Yeah, so it, it didn't take long before I stopped doing the cleaning. I stopped checking on properties, guest check-in. Right now, I am still managing the actual guest communication. Uh, I know there are a lot of large companies and softwares out there that help with that. But for me, 
with just a handful of properties. It hasn't been too difficult uh, and I enjoy doing it. But I realize that that's keeping me from focusing on the bigger picture and spending time with family. So I've hired a full-time virtual assistant who has already taken over in just the last week all of the scheduling and coordinating with the cleaners. And now she's beginning to help by write the reviews and speak with the guests and coordinate maintenance. And now I'm able to work on things like you know, creating my website, talking to the actual clients I'll be working with, creating checklists and scripts and systems specific to each property that I'll be managing, hiring and training employees, general entrepreneur tasks, essentially. So they say um, that starting a business is fun until you have to hire the f your first employee. Um, how do you find good employees and how do you manage your employees? That I completely agree with that. It, it was tough. I kind of was inventing everything as I went along. I, I put up Kijiji ads to find clients, Kijiji ads to find employees. So I started by looking for people who are already cleaners. I messaged them as well as putting up an ad to hire people looking for part-time work. Uh, in the beginning, I would interview them each personally. Then I would clean a house with them and assess how they could clean. Then I would have them clean on their own and assess their work independently. With that, I learned that about 20% of people just don't even show up. So more important I found than finding a good cleaner is finding a reliable employee. So to do that, I had to kind of create a company culture where the company is really about having fun, being part of a team, making money, helping people. And through that, uh, and advertising in that way, I've been able to attract some employees who really are just happy to come to work and, and want to do a good job. So it, it only took you know two, three months of major headaches of doing that before I had my core three cleaners. And at that point, I started putting up ads for new cleaners. I'd give them a phone interview, and then I would just send them to a job with the star cleaners that I have. And I don't even typically meet the new cleaners anymore. I'll just, really, I do everything through text on my computer and I'll text with my cleaners and I'll ask them how the cleaning went with the new employee and they, I trust their honest opinion as critical thinkers. And now I just have my employees training the new employees. One of those cleaners has risen up to be somewhat of an operations manager where she is actually doing the entire hiring process, finding new cleaners, scheduling them based on their experience and expertise. And now I'm able to step back once again and look at, okay, I have this free time and mental capacity. What next? What's the bigger picture? What can I be doing to really make sure I'm providing overall value for my customers? You've heard me talk about Hostfully a lot over the past few months. I love sending my beautiful Hostfully guidebook to my guests, as it makes me look very professional. I also love including screenshots of my guidebook in my actual Airbnb listing. This helps me stand out from the crowd. Well, now I'm thrilled to announce that I'm a sponsor of the Hostfully host program. Twice a month, Hostfully selects a host and features them on their top-ranked blog. This is great promotion for your listing and a cool way to share your favorite local spots to a large audience. What's even cooler is that each Hostfully host 
gets his free set of organic sheets from the clean bedroom. And now that I'm a sponsor, you'll also be featured in my newsletter, my social media feeds, and you get free access to my video course on how to be a great host. For more details and how to apply, visit hostly.com slash hostlyhost. So I think you're touching on a very important point. And I think uh, from all the entrepreneurs uh, that uh, that are successful that I've seen is one common denominator seems to be taking yourself out of the equation as a business owner and, and really becoming a business owner versus a business manager. So, you know, hiring people to do the work that you don't necessarily have to do yourself, the, the work that, you know, where you don't really add much value um, that other people can do just as good or almost as good as yourself. I think a lot of uh, entrepreneurs are kind of a little hesitant to, you know, to outsource a lot of things because they're worried that, you know, other people aren't going to do the job as well as they do themselves. But I think it's essential to growing your business because, you know, if you're micromanaging everything, then you just don't have time to focus on the things where, you know, you can actually add value as an entrepreneur, which is, you know, growing the business, you know, finding more clients. And just taking a bigger look at your business and, uh, you know, taking time to think about what, you know, what's really important about your business, how to make it grow. So I think it's a really important point that you touch on for any entrepreneurs out there or people who want to be entrepreneurs in the future. It's, I think it's, uh, very essential. I, I've, I also know some entrepreneurs who don't do that. And, you know, what I've noticed is that their businesses tend to not grow as much, but, just to get an idea of the size of your business, can you let us know how many listings do you manage and how many people uh, work for you? And are those part-timers or are those full-timers? I have currently uh, five employees who, who are cleaning for me, who are looking for full-time. One of them, she's the operations manager who's still doing a lot of the cleanings. Two of them I'm able to provide full-time work for, and the others somewhat. I also have some contractors that fail in if need be. I uh, just recently hired a full-time virtual assistant. And what you were talking about before, that you know people have the fear that no one can do what they are able to do. Just in a matter of having her for a week, she's taken absolutely everything, guest and client communication, spreadsheet, or uh finances and she's put it all into these beautifully laid out spreadsheets that I never would have thought of doing but she has 7 years of experience as a virtual assistant and everything she's doing is 10 times better than I could do so I also have another freelancer working on search engine optimization uh so that I will be kind of visible for people looking for Airbnb property managers when I'm when I'm ready for that and now I'm actually managing just three full-time Airbnbs. So I'm able to provide them a lot of attention, but I am in the process of creating a new one, working on getting about five new clients I've been discussing with and talking to landlords and developers around Halifax because I would like to create 20 plus new units for next summer. Like I said, I've been working really hard on the systems. So I feel if, if we're capable of managing 10, the systems are in place for 20. Awesome. I'm pleased that you have, especially the virtual assistants. Like, how did you find her? So I, I kind of started getting into freelancers through Fiverr. Fiverr has all sorts of different freelancers for online stuff. I was using them to help design logo, brainstorm business names, 
I actually found it, got a few jobs myself on Fiverr as a freelancer. I created an ad to provide Airbnb listings for people. And I created a 12 different listings for a boutique hotel in Dominican Republic that was getting 0% occupancy. So that was a lot of fun and really turned their business around. Um, I've since got into Upwork, which I found is a little more high-end way to find freelancers. And through interviewing freelancers there, I found I was having a lot of trouble. But yeah, just through networking, I found a company that hires freelancers and trains them for the entrepreneur. So where I'm at and rapid growth, uh, I decided to use the money I've made so far from Airbnb. And instead of spending a few months training a freelancer, I hired a company at a higher rate. And they have spent a lot of time not only finding just a phenomenal virtual assistant, but training her up in my systems and training her in all the software she'll need. So really, all I have to do is delegate tasks. Uh, the company is called Kara Helps, C-A-R-A helps.com. And yeah, I was just really lucky to find them. Uh, they're a pretty young company as well. And they've been providing excellent customer service. And so um, you only have free listings right now, right? Is, is your is your business already making a profit? Or are you, are you uh, breaking even? Or are you still at a loss? Yeah, so my house this summer was making about 5000 profit a month. So that really gave me the money to just put it all back into the business. Uh, the cleaning clients, I was charging really low rates just to get into. Um, but even with that, I was making about one to 2000 a month. Now I have put all the money back into hiring employees, salary, social media, and now uh, I'm about breaking even. So the company is growing rapidly and it's just really hardly any risk for me. Yeah. And, and getting into this, I kind of, there's a lot of hesitation from people around and, and people were warning me that, you know, I could lose a lot of money. What if this doesn't go well? And a big one was, you know, what if you lose $10,000? And luckily I didn't have very much fear and realized that if I did lose $10,000 creating a business like this, it would be much better spent than $10,000 of business school because I've learned just endless amounts in my uh, six, seven months of doing this. What are some of the most important learning lessons? Uh, the, the most important ones have been definitely not to bite off more than you can chew. So I haven't had to turn away very many clients, only a couple. But I pretty quickly at the start stopped advertising for new ones. So not taking clients outside of my area, not taking clients with mm, not so nice of Airbnb properties and yeah, not taking more than I could manage myself. So now I'm still advertising in the way that I'll only take as many as I feel like I can offer 100% of what the customer expects. Uh, the second big one for me has been just managing my time on my phone. I felt at the beginning that it's so important to always be answering client requests, taking new cleaning customers, answering guests immediately. And that's really not necessary. So I felt like it kind of got in the way of my personal and family life. And I had to apologize quite a few times for being on my phone at dinner. Part of the reason I hired a virtual assistant. 
yeah, so just creating those boundaries has been really important. And it would have been helpful if I'd known that right from the start. What are you charging for property management clients? Yeah, so I just took a look around at what other smaller property management companies were offering. I'm charging 15 to 25% of Airbnb revenue. Uh, if I am going to create the Airbnb from scratch, the customer is hands off and I do absolutely everything, then it will be a 25% charge. If it's a little less work, the place is already set up, they have an Airbnb in place, they just want to transfer control over to me and have me take care of it, then usually around 15 to 20% is where I charge for something like that. And do you charge separately for the cleaning? Yeah. Originally, I was charging an hourly rate. I have done some experimenting and I realized flat rate cleanings work really well. I can guarantee exactly what I'm going to give them. They pay a certain price and they will get it no matter what. So I am typically requesting customers will add a $90 to about $120 cleaning fee uh, to their listing. And that will just go directly to my cleaning company to pay the employees. Makes a little sense. Awesome, man. Uh, I really like the story. I, I love how you went from from zero to launch as the the popular book about startups. Uh, in uh, in about six seven months, you're you know managing a bunch of listings. You're you're breaking even. You have uh, your employees in place, and you're kind of ready to to grow your business into an even bigger business. And you've learned a lot along the way. And what I really like about this story is that it's just very sort of accessible to anyone out there. Like you don't need a very large amount of capital. You don't need a lot of sort of knowledge, a lot of experience. Um, and, you know, the Airbnb niche is uh, still quite a new niche. So I think it's a great opportunity for, you know, for people out there who have this dream of becoming an entrepreneur. You know, I, I've been myself, I've been quote unquote an entrepreneur for seven years, although in the first couple of years, the things that I was doing was, uh, looking back, it was kind of silly, <laughs> but, uh, I learned the hard way, uh, trying a lot of things that didn't work and, you know, learning a lot from other people. And I can say that, uh, you know, the entrepreneurial journey is a very exciting one. It's a, it's one, you know, with, that comes with a lot of, uh, learning lessons. And, you know, as you said, uh, you think you learn more from doing your business than, than from going to like business school. And it's funny, I had a conversation with, uh, a friend recently, and it's uh, it's interesting because entrepreneurship is just not really something that you can learn in school, right? Like doing business is, is not something you can really learn. You can only learn it through experience. It's just something that's like you just have to have the experiences in, in uh, you know in order to learn the the learning lessons. And that's why you know oftentimes when you talk to successful entrepreneurs, um, they've often failed several times before they became successful with their business. Now, I understand this is your first business, so I hope this doesn't apply to you. But I do think that uh, that Airbnb offers sort of a kind of a somewhat easy access to, to being an entrepreneur because you can just start with something very small, right? Even if you only manage one other listing, you know, you're already an entrepreneur and you're already going to learn like some of the learning lessons that are very important in uh, becoming successful. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, immediately, as soon as you start creating your first listing, you are an entrepreneur. And anyone who's interested in doing so, I can't remember the name of the episode, but uh, you just recently had a guest who really explained how you can start up your own Airbnb with less than $10,000. And yeah, there's a lot of good value in your show for anyone who's 
wanting to do this on their own. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, uh, and uh, you know, good luck with your with your business. I think your story is uh, very inspirational for a lot of people out there. And uh, yeah, I would love to hear uh, in the future how how things go, and maybe I'll you know I'll have you back on the podcast uh, maybe a year from now and and see how where your business is at then. Yeah, I think there might be some big changes a year from now. Absolutely. Yeah, before I go, I'd like to uh, give a quick shout out to Christine McKay, who is one of my very first clients. And she's one of your all time biggest fans. She's always uh, sharing episodes with me. She thinks I'll find value in and she's been really helpful. Having having good customers and good business relationships is is absolutely massive. It really helps get everything going. Awesome. Well said. Thank you so much. And uh, for the listeners out there, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And of course, on Friday, we'll be back with a news episode. So I hope to see you then. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.